Hi, and welcome again to the uh, It's Not Rocket Science 5 Questions Over Coffee. I'm here today with Judith Rafferty. Uh, Judith is a creative copywriter, uh, commercially astute, and she's helping businesses get seen, known, and booked. Uh, her track record is, is value-rich, income-generating content creation that boosts awareness, engagement, sales, sign-ups, visibility. And I'm hoping we're going to get into a lot of that uh, in, during today's chat. During the past 10 years, she's significantly evolved copywriting services for one-off jobs and regular retainers. So as a, as a freelancer or an agency subcontractor, she's been doing quite a lot of work around there. Uh, she's got a real proven ability to actually generate copy that sells and and it's well grounded in uh, well experienced um, uh, <clears throat> in in uh, tight deadlines um, optimizing that copy to deliver maximum conversion so from uh, for a real professional talk uh, i think you're going to love today's talk judith welcome to it's not rocket science five questions over coffee Good morning. Good to see you, Stuart. How are you? you Judith? You've got your coffee ready? I've got my coffee at the ready. Yes, Brilliant. So let's leap in with my first of my questions. So what's the biggest challenge you find your ideal client has or faces when the, when you come across them? Um, I'm going I'm to sort of uh, intermingle three. three Ooh, go ahead. Um, I love a bit of intermingling. It, it's generally the time, the in-house skills, the inclination, or a mixture of all three to, okay. work, to, to, to spend that time on, on content generation and to do it well. Because uh, let's be honest, you know, you're a, you know, a, a marketing expert, you, you've written books on marketing. Um, we all know it it's quite, can be quite punishing for, for the small business owner. You know, it's a hamster wheel. And certainly if business owners don't have the inclination towards sitting there writing blogs and things you know it, it can be a real black hole can't it a, a hamster wheel that they really struggle with and and it's such a shame because because of course they should be spending their time shining their unique brilliance on the world rather than getting headaches over writing about their own business which they really didn't set up their businesses to do in the first place i, I often say judith to, certainly to my clients that they will very often take the path of what i call the least assistance partly because they think well nobody can possibly know this as good as me and that that may be true but the fact of the matter is their skills if they were a skilled copywriter they'd be a copywriter they wouldn't be doing the business they're doing so why not find the person that actually knows how to do it better than you and get them to help you do it. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you well, what you find, you know, when, when they, you know, they do have that, that attitude and, you know, they, they put together copies that isn't engaging and, and another mm. huge beef of, of mine and, and the copywriting circle in general is they write for themselves and not for, for, for their target audience. So that that's really what was brings me on to the second question. Then. So what's the common mistake people make when they are trying to resolve the problem of writing their own copy rather than sort of um, getting the help they need? And it's around that they're writing what they know rather than what their customer wants to know, I guess. Yeah. So they're just real enough, you know, lots of we are, we are, and we set up, and we won this award, and we do this, and we do that, and... It's uh, it's not sort of directly hitting those pain points of uh, of the clients. You know, it's just really not a load of information that you know. I think we we all the small business owners have to get our heads around. Yes, of course, you know it's nice to have a bit of background information, but 
so much us, us, we, we. Nobody really cares. <laughs> you know, our, our mums and dads might, but, uh, you know, and think, oh, yeah, that that website looks great. Well done, son. But, uh, you know, that, that's uh, about as good as it gets, really. It's and, interesting. Uh, you know, jargon and, you know, inaccessible language um, you know we can all you know we can all be guilty of thinking oh you know oh that this sounds a bit smart and clever and and no it's it's just not resonating with anybody because you're writing it for yourself and not for the reader that's really interesting you put it like that judith and i think there's some so a couple of things in there that we could unpick for hours but let's not try and do it for hours but i mean the two that really strike me is one of which is the thing that you've just said is they're writing for themselves and 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 we could talk about the difference between you know writing so that you can get your message across to somebody so that they hear it i often say to people communication is actually what the listener does or the reader does it's not what you do so you might think you've communicated because you put down what you understand but unless the reader has understood it you've communicated nothing so oftentimes people forget that what they're trying to do is communicate they forget that what they're trying to do is send a message that somebody else can understand and can actually can, can act upon. And that's a really crucial point of a web page or whatever you're writing. But the other thing that's really crucial about all of this, of course, is that um, even if you've managed to get your message across, um, you have got to sort of uh, you've got to get them motivated to take action upon it. And so often when you when you when you read something, unless you're motivated by it, unless you're grasping and getting the emotions, it's just a piece of it's just a piece of, uh, of of reading. You're not you're not drawn in, are you? Yeah, and of course, you know, you you, you know, with what you've okay. just said, you, you've just led straight into another um, thing that that small businesses can be very guilty of: the clear call to action. You know, text, text, text. You know, big, big chunks of of nasty copy all over the place, and not actually. What do you want them to? What, what do you want people to do? Do you want them to pick up the phone? Do you want them to fill in this box with their email details? You know, do, do you want them to arrange an appointment with you? What do you want from them now that you've given them all this information? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, and I was only talking about this on Thursday, actually, with a client when we were talking about the fact that, you know, the, 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 the two things that he was trying to get into his copy that he was failing to do, and he was himself doing it, and, and I kept saying things like, you sure this is the right way of doing it? He was doing two things, and you've mentioned there. He included lots and lots of awards, and I went, "That's great. That's that's great social proof that you have managed to achieve something other people might be interested in." But unless they understand what those awards are, they don't actually conv convince anybody. They're just, you know, well, that's an award. So what? You've got to explain to people that that award is a really prestigious award. So you've got to put that in such a way that people understand it. And the second one, as you said. He, he failed to put in a call to action. I said, you really got to do four things with your, your call to action, which he'd failed to do. He hadn't summarized his offer. He really hadn't told them and given them multiple ways of actually contacting him. He hadn't given them a, a, a compelling reason why they should. And he hadn't explained what was happening next. And I said, unless you explain all of those and you call to action, you know, fill in this box and then we all come back to you within 24 hours. People would think, Oh, OK, well, I don't have to do it now. And he hadn't given them a really compelling reason that sort of said, do this. And then this is what will happen. He hadn't summarised what they were trying to do. And he was failing to sort of get across. And, and, you know, the skill of doing all of that is actually embedded in somebody like you, where you've been doing it for a while and you know exactly how to make that work. Indeed. <laughs>
I can't say any more for you, can I? It's <laughs> <laughs> done my job for me. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. Let me let me move back on. <laughs> let me move back onto my pedestal and allow you to sort of get on and sort of do that. So yeah, you, you, so many times I think people fail to sort of um, capitalise on what they're good at, which is doing their thing, pleasing their customers, making their uh, their products. And leaving you to do the job of helping them to explain to the world what it is that uh, the benefit is about um, the, the 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 product or service. Absolutely, you know, and, and of course, you know, that's where someone like yourself, of course, you know, comes into your own as a you know as a growth expert. You know, which which I'm sure you could. I was going to say, I'm sure you could write books. You well, you have um, about businesses working on their business and and in their business. You know, yeah, and it's quite the dilemma, isn't it, for, for the small business? It is. It is. It absolutely is. I tell, tell you what, we'll move on to, to question three before we spend much longer sort of picking apart the wonders of why it is. None of us are sort of getting our copy as well, getting it right as we might. So what's the valuable free action or free resource that you'd like to sort of point the audience towards to get them to sort of understand better how they could get uh, get their copywriting moving? Well, I often get people asking me, well, we get stuck, we don't know what to write about, you know, when they're thinking about doing blogs for their website, for example, which is such a hardworking little piece of kit in, in, in multiple ways. Um, uh, a site that a free free site the free tool that, that I recommend them to is is called Answer the Public. And you literally go on, go onto the website, answer the public. If, for example, you worked in a, 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 a cafe, you can type in coffee <laughs> as, as your keyword, and it will literally bring you up 100, 200 of the most commonly asked questions that the public ask about coffee. <laughs> and there you have it. A great big list that can keep you going for for, for the next couple of years of uh, of themes and topics for, for for your social media post writing or your blog post writing or your frequently asked questions or whatever you want to do with it so that's answer the public it's answer the public brilliant i should be making a note of that one and going to it immediately after this talk is there anything else um, there's a few, do you know what? There's a, there's a few different good uh, good tools like that online. Um, another one that's quite uh, quite a nice one is CoSchedule, uh, but that is a headline tool. Ooh, so, I mean, headlines are a, a, a huge one. That's a um, huge topic. We could spend hours just on headlines. Yeah, I I could spend a day just talking about headlines, but um, that will literally rate your headline. And tell you no, that's not a good word, or you know, you you you're being passive rather than active. So, so, so they are both really good ones, you know. Oh, I like those. People that are having like a go at blogging for themselves to. Uh, I like those. I will. I will be looking both of those up. I shall make a note of them now. I shall be looking at both of those later on today. So, um, having said that, and I'm sort of milking you for information, I'll let you finish your coffee whilst I uh, whilst I. I should ask the next question. So what's the, uh, the the concept or book that you've come across which has uh, enabled you to sort of get most excited about some of this? Um, I've got one of each, actually. Um, I'll do Brilliant. the book first. 
Um, this is a wonderful contact of mine on, on LinkedIn, a gentleman called, uh, called John Asperian, who is pretty much sort of recognised uh, as one of the world thought leaders. I don't think it would be, uh, be an understatement to it to call him in the field of LinkedIn. Uh, he's a wonderful, wonderful gentleman, very helpful. Um, I would seriously recommend everybody who is always looking to up their social media game connect with him on linkedin there he is john asperian and his book is content dna and to me it's uh, I, I, it was such an inspiring read for me um it literally is, is a step-by-step -step guide your 101 guide to to having an online presence as a small business a business person establishing your online presence and then you know growing it and, and upping your game as you get more confident so literally that step by step you know what to do what to steer clear of like the plague in really you know sort of readable actionable chapters i should be i should be contacting him immediately after this judith see if he's interested in doing another one of these with uh with 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 us Oh gosh, I'm sure you'd hear it. I know he's, you know, he he's very high profile, and uh, and he'd be an Brilliant. absolutely awesome guest for you to have on. And and is there a, you, you you mentioned that's the book? You said there was a concept yeah. as well. What's the concept? The concept, which is one of the most simple, most sort of proven co copywriting one hundred and one concepts, is as simple as this, and it features tell benefits sell oh i love that <laughs> i mean i did you know it, it, it was a concept that uh, you know has been familiar to me for a long time um i did a a new conversion copywriting course last summer when when everything was really in the doldrums of of deep lockdown an american course and and it, it was something that was just iterated all the way through which uh, which i really enjoyed you know going back to those basics and you know, it was applying it to your headlines and again headlines and, you know, the way that you, you structure your copy, you know, with the, the hookiness that you include, you know, in, in your various subheadings and things. So to, 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 to boil it down for the, for, for the small business owner that's looking at this, the idea is that you actually talk about your benefits to, the, to, to your potential audience, isn't it? The, the benefits is what they want to hear about. The fact that, uh, as somebody has once put it to me, a hammer a hammer can be made of metal, but that's not the point. The hammer puts the nail in the wall. And if you want a nail in the wall, you want to know how well the hammer does that. Absolutely, absolutely. So it, it's like, you know, those, you know, when we actually think, you know, what we've seen in real life, you know, it would be something like, for example, that miracle cream you know that has finally harnessed the secret of of eternal youth you know that you would get smoother younger looking skin without going under the knife <laughs> it's it's a monday morning i'll and that's the excuse so, so young as i once did so I'll, I'll i'll go i'll go look up that cream as well once we finish you know so judith course, that's you know, really encapsulated perfectly without even talking about you know well what the you know the cream is called and you know it contains xyz it's just sold the dream the benefits yeah, absolutely right 
Absolutely right. Brilliant. So tell me, is there a question that I should have asked you which I've failed to ask so far? Um, I'll just have a quick, uh, quick refer to my yeah. Yes, there was indeed something there, um, which was, was basically when um, when people are having a go at uh, writing for themselves, you know, whether whether they're pretty good or or whether they're, they're intrepidly taking the first steps, is that one tip that I would give that can that can really help them sort the wheat out from the chaff, so to speak, and and I would say that that tip would be try to read out loud what you have written Ooh, great um, idea if you feel silly reading that just read it out loud in your head you know rather than actually sitting here going oh <laughs> and if it feels normal and natural to you um if i would say it sitting here now having this conversation with you then that's fine if you know if it's all jargonized and peppered with words that you wouldn't usually use in, in your everyday conversational voice that that's when you know no if it, you know because it's not sounding natural and conversational and if it isn't sounding natural and conversational it's not going to be accessible and engaging for the person that's reading it does this apply as well and i'm sorry that we're sort of going off a bit but does and that's great for a sales letter but does that does that apply on web pages when you've got to worry about the seo element i mean do, how how do you overcome that when it comes to writing a web page where people say you've got to keep repeating the same words because google likes to see the same word how do you work that into a conversational style um, yeah it can be it can be be a bit difficult sometimes you know yes of course with with SEO and, and also blog writing is it is exactly the same um and there's certain points of course where you need to you know in your headline in your first sentence or first paragraph ideally in your subheading your first subheading at least and then peppered throughout the the, the course of, of the piece of text that you're writing so yeah it's just you know that, that's a great a great example of why reading out loud but I, i've done it many times you know when, when i've been getting a bit stuck to be honest you know for for including the the seo keywords or phrases because of course in those cases you do have to gratify google as much as you have to gratify the the reader so so that's a prime example of when reading out loud you know either physically or in your head makes you stop and that <laughs> No, that that one is just too forced. When I've actually read it out loud, that one sounds quite hideous. In fact, so I'm going to have to take that out and find somewhere else to to weave it in more naturally. Do you know I am breaking that down because I think that is a great tip, Judith. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a lot more of that. You're right. You feel a bit silly when you're sitting in front of a screen having to read it out loud. But I can remember. Um, in the past when I've had to sort of do public speaking and things like that, I've written something down unless you suddenly if unless you practice and read it two or three times and it gets to the stage where you think yeah that sounds more natural you can it can sound so very stilted so it is a really good idea read the stuff you've written down back to yourself and try to sort of imagine saying it or thinking as, as how you'd have a conversation with somebody and somehow if it doesn't quite flow you failed to, to make the point somehow, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I like you know, that. It, it's the same with, with the actual language you use, Stuart. You know, um, I can remember, you know, 
being a, a, an under, you know, a, a, an English undergrad, you know, when first coming out into the the world of work, and I had this tendency to write the, these most flourishing, elaborate, you know, sentences. And I can remember distinctly remember when I first went into it copywriting, probably about twelve years or so ago. I worked for this editor. I was still doing it then. And he used to bat back every piece of work at me. And he used to say, you are frustrating the hell out of me because your English is perfect, your spelling and grammar, but your work is unreadable. Oh. Sentences are too long. And so that, that's another thing, you know, once it went in there and I clicked what he was talking about, always chop your sentences down to as few words as they can possibly be. To two words, if I, I did a, a blog for, for a client yesterday and I had two word sentences, authenticity matters, because we were talking about visions and values and things in this particular piece. So take that long winded sentence and chop it down into four. And it's Brilliant. So natural. And again, if you, if you use a tool like Yoast, um, they will tell you in no uncertain terms if you're, you're unreadable, your unreadability factor is uh, is getting a bit too much. I'd put that down as yet another tool to start looking at, Judith. That is really fantastic. Thank you so much. I think if you, if you haven't got value from this, you really haven't been listening, have you? Let's face it. That's part of what this is about. So, Judith, do you want to tell us where they can learn more about you? You've got I've got at the bottom there i've got your linkedin uh your linkedin um uh, profile but i think Absolutely. they can get people can get more information about you yeah connect with me yeah me on linkedin linkedin is my like my second home i'm, I'm on there all day, every day. in between doing work of course i'm always at contactable on linkedin um also on my website which is www.fruitionventures, that's as in fruit, I-O-N, ventures, all as one word, .co.uk. Um, there is actually a nice little offer on there at the moment, a blog off offer. So buy one, get one free on blogs. So were anybody needing any help, just uh, shoot me a line through. And, uh, you know, you're not selling your soul to the devil, happy to just have a an initial little little chit chat about where you are and more importantly where you'd like to be what a brilliant offer i shall make sure that we tell the world about your free offer or your blog blog off blog offer off. <laughs> i like blog off i shall write that one down as well blog thank off you. judith that's brilliant thank you so much for your time really appreciate it uh i'm just going to very quickly put up the uh, where you can subscribe to see more of where we do this sort of thing if you'd like to see more of these videos and get notification when they're coming out, subscribe at tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. That's the complete approach for your information forward slash subscribe. And you'll always get notified then of when we're going to be doing these in the future and also any other interesting guests that we've got coming up. But I know that we're going to get I'm going to get on to John immediately after this, see if we can get him on this. Judith, thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Hope you've had fun and uh, we'll be speaking again soon. Bye. Thanks again. Bye-bye.